You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and Kissing a Candace is one of the movies that it will be featured in the Ottawa Irish Film Festival this year and that runs from the 23rd of the month over that weekend and um, it is an Irish drama and is directed by Aoife McArdle and starring Anne Skelly and I understand Anne Skelly will be in town for the screening so mark your calendars and I have the privilege of having a chat with Aoife McArdle here at the moment Aoife thanks a million for taking the time to have a chat and t- talking to us about the movie it's a pleasure thanks for having me so a little bit of background um, you've um, uh, first of all I have to say Kissing Candace when you look up Kissing Candace on the uh, internet and Google you come up with two options <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One one is definitely not related to the other. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was actually a complete. Yeah, I I wrote when I wrote the script and I called it that quite early on. I had no idea of the band's existence, but um, it's been quite funny actually since finding out they're actually they're, they're like this sort of like I think pretty like goth metal band, and they they were actually really. They keep supporting the film all the time and tweeting, no, it's not us, but, you know, it looks like it's a really good film. And <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so I find out a lot about them just through that. But, um, but yeah, it's one of those random coincidences because I thought it was quite an unusual title. But, yeah, there happens to be a band with the same name. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this was released in uh, September last year, 2017. And um, you, you said the script. Give us a little bit of... Uh, where your head was and uh, how this came about? Well, I just had always wanted to write an Irish youth film. Um, you know, obviously, um, it had been brewing for quite a while, and I, I, you know, I wanted to have like a female protagonist um, because you know, even when even at the time of writing them, they were incredibly rare, and so that was um, a big part of it too. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just inspired by you know a lot of dark fairy tales and and local tales and um stories I'd grown up with and so I I really took inspiration from those places and I also took inspiration from you know uh, a lot of young people I know and grew up with and I based the characters around them and yeah and, and a big part of it was also about making a film where the character the place itself was a character so setting it on the border between north and south was quite important to me I mean because you know, obviously there's such a rich history there and, and, you know, it can be quite a dark history sometimes. But um, but it's also a very beautiful, epic, um, breathtaking place as well. So um, a lot of the locations that, I've, that are featured, you know, in that area, in that border area, I grew up around because my parents are both from life. So, yeah, it was personal on that level as well, yeah. So while you grew up in Oma, you studied at Trinity, so you got to experience life um, on both sides of the border also and the diversity that that would entail. Absolutely, yeah. And I actually spent all my summers in Carlingford. My family are all from Carlingford. My mum and, my, my and dad are from Dundalk and Carlingford. So we, I kind of grew up between north and south, really. You know, I spent an awful lot of time there even before I went to Trinity. Um, yeah, most of my childhood was spent around that area, yeah. And while this is your first full length, um, you had a short movie beforehand. 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually done a lot of short form. I mean, all the work I do, I've done a lot of, people call them music videos and commercials, but, you know, really every, and, and they are, you know, that, that's, I suppose, in a way, that's how they get made because, you know, that those artists or those brands pay for them. But they've all been short narratives. Um, and I've always had, like, um, I've always enjoyed writing short narratives as well you know and visualizing them and then and then making them and I've had a lot of practice with that and you know a lot of practice being visual and technical I think through um through all the short form I've done in various formats yeah so yeah this has been brewing for a while I'd always I mean really every single short form piece I do I'd only been doing as a way of practicing to get to do a feature film because that's all I've really ever wanted to do yeah and interesting you should say that I was uh, talking with Michael Barry last week and we recorded a piece at the Toronto Irish Film Festival and at the Toronto Irish Film Festival they have a section which are all shorts and this year all the directors were female and he commented upon how he views the shorts that they select for the Toronto Irish Film Festival as these are the um, directors of full movies of the future yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I, I think, I mean, people always talk about there being a great leap between the two, but for me, I think the only leap is really just the commitment, the length of time, and, and of course, the feature film. You know, there's so many more frames to obsess over. You know, you've got thousands instead of hundreds. You know, and and so on that level, you know, it's it's a lot more. Um, yeah, it's a very intensive experience making a feature film. But I think, like, if you've practiced your craft, making shorts, working closely with actors, you know, worked very hard on cinematography, choreography, all of these things through your short form, then, you know, that that's invaluable for making a feature. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to do an awful lot of short films, and so I've, I've had a lot of practice, really. And, and, I mean, the only the hard thing for me, maybe, with the feature was that I because I was keen to just jump in there, I didn't wait for a big budget. I actually just went with the catalyst scheme, which was, you know, a, quite a restrictive budget. And um, so that on that level, that was that was the tricky part of it as well. But but yes, yeah, certainly, um, I think that all the skills you pick up on a short film transfer really well to feature. Now, when you mentioned budget, there, that was actually where I was going to go to with my next question, and that to produce a short movie naturally is a lot less expensive than to go to a full-length feature and that for a first-time director of a full-length feature to get the backing that you would need uh, obviously takes a lot more work but there, uh, there are support mechanisms in place within Ireland that helped you there? Absolutely, I mean that's what's really wonderful right now um, the Irish Film Board are really pushing you know, at the time, I was the only female director on that scheme. I think, you know, I think it was two other boys that, um, that, that you know, picked up the other um, budgets for the other two projects. But I've seen now since then, they've really, they're really putting them um, an awful lot of um, support and money and funding behind um, young filmmakers and especially young female filmmakers. So there's a lot of great opportunities there for. Um, young people to cross over from short into feature which is great now you're just back from um, berlin and you had your european premiere there and last year you had the world premiere at the toronto international film festival um the big challenge for someone who has um, 
directed and produced a movie, of course, is getting distribution. Um, how has that been and how are you finding things? I mean, we, we did pretty well, I think. I mean, we uh, after Toronto, we secured an American deal. It wasn't an, a deal for theatrical release, but it was a really good um, digital deal. So, I mean, that's been in place for since that festival. Um, so we are going to have, like, the film's going to go out over, you know, Amazon Prime, iTunes, and Sky Cinema have also bought it, which is great. So there's, that's a separate deal. And then since um, since that back in Ireland, we've secured a deal with Wildcard for Britain and UK theatrical release. I mean, sorry, Ireland and, theat- Ireland and UK theatrical release. Um, so, yeah, that you know, it's, it's going pretty well, especially for such a small film, you know. I mean... It's, it's different for me in a way because actually a lot of the projects I've done have had big budgets because I've done some really, um, you know, quite high profile commercials in America that are where you get given way more money than I had for the whole feature. So I my, I had a different, like, um, in a way, I had to kind of go back to my earlier days of making music videos and remind myself of that, you know, the graft of that to do this feature because... It was a much smaller budget than I've had for short films, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so, been a bit of a complicated ride for me. Yeah. So, so the movie itself is it's it's about seventeen year old Candace and uh, she longs to escape from her seaside town and find solace in her imagination, and um, her disillusionment calcifies into an obsession with uh, in uh, with the troubled stranger. So, um, all the elements there that um, I guess. Uh, have the emotional weight to um, create a gripping production. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, hopefully, yeah, it's quite a gripping story. I think it's a story that a lot of people can relate to. It's, um, it's, I mean, you'd say it's like a thrilling coming-of-age drama, I suppose. Um, But, yeah, it's really about a character and a a bunch of characters. You know, Candice is the main character, but it's very much a youth story about a bunch of, of different characters in a particular community um, and they're all sort of looking to escape in different ways um, they're all very restless you know there's a lot of frustration there it's very much about like that time in your life when you're you know 16 17 years old and you're you live in a town where you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere and you're you know and and, and you know they have a very subjective view of that which you often do as a teenager and um, feeling like you're trapped and feeling like you're isolated and and yeah, it's all about frustration, and, and but it's about you know the ways that these young people choose to escape, and they escape through various ways. And her way of escaping, some of them escape through violence, some of them escape through different things. She that she is her real escape is through her imagination. So, um, so yeah, that's really what it's about. It's sort of, and I feel like it's quite a dark, a dark but beautiful story, which you know, which I think is particular to the area that it's filmed in. Um, but it also has a lot of, like, I think there's hope in the, the dream sequence aspects of it. I think you can find, like, um, I think the hopefulness of the story comes through via her imaginative world. Yeah. Right. So, Eva, before we give the um, times again and the location, are, what are you working on at the moment? I'm working on, I'm writing on another film. I've been reading a lot of scripts by other people as well, Um to potentially direct, but I I'm, I do enjoy writing and that, especially, I mean, 
I've had a lot of films I've wanted to write for a long time. I just needed a bigger budget than the budget I had for Kissing Andy. So, yeah, I'm just really focusing on those now and developing those and trying to get stuck into those as soon as possible because I, I want to make as many films as I can. <laughs> well, Aoife, I want to thank you for taking the time. And just as a reminder, the uh, movie is Kissing Candace and it opens the Ottawa Irish Film Festival this year on the 23rd of March at 7pm and that is being held at the Arts Court at 2 Daly Avenue and Anne Skelly who is the lead actress in the movie will be in attendance and we've been chatting with Eva McArdle who directed the movie. Eva, thanks a million and congratulations. Thank you very much Justin.